shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Benelli. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Phil Benelli. Who do you serve? That's a question we're going to talk about in this first segment. We're still in January uh, 2023. Very exciting. Can't believe it's here. Uh, I was telling my wife the other day, I I hope that I can get where I'm actually writing 2023 uh, by February or March and and cease using uh, 22 out of habit. But we're still in the new year. January, we're we're on the second half of January, but we're still in uh, uh, this uh, area of time where we have this special retrospective sort of New Year thinking, okay? I hope if you had some New Year's resolutions, if you were working out or on a diet, I hope you're still on that. Uh, If not, never too late to get back on it. But while we're in this still New Year mood, I wanted to take a moment and go back through some key lessons which have meant a lot to me from our guests over the last several months. So that's what we're going to do today is we're going to review some things because uh, I, I have been blessed by the information that I have learned and the lessons learned from our business owners who have been on the show. There have been so many nuggets and uh, those are wonderful. And if all they did was that you heard them and they served for a momentary blip of inspiration, then that is great. They, they, they were powerful. They had an impact. But I did not want to miss the opportunity to harness those and make sure that we uh, went back through and touch them. So that's what we're going to do today. Our first segment, we're going to do four. Our first is going to be serving people. So who do you serve? That's the question which I asked. Uh, so many of our guests that have built very successful businesses, it all started because they were doing something and they came upon a need. They found a need in the marketplace which aligned with a talent or skill or product that they had that could be brought to the marketplace. And it's all about serving. And that's a beautiful thing about this world. We're all made with different gifts and talents and abilities. And so much satisfaction comes from using those to serve others. And the more that you serve, the more that you get. And certainly there is a nonprofit service and, and, and service that is just free, things you do for your time. But for success in business, it has to come down to serving. And that's something that I think is beautiful about capitalism, our country too, is that if you're using your gifts and abilities and you're, you're going to use those to maximize a profit, you've got to serve. You've got to make things better in your community or the global community in order to be successful. So it's difficult to be successful without making a positive difference. Now, there are things you could do in business which then take a negative turn, but at the end of the day, to be successful, you have to fill a need. So how do you do that? First off, I want to tell you this that I think has stood out from several guests we spoke to. You have to be very clear on the, 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 the vision and talent that you bring. And you have to find needs that match with that. Okay, so, so the needs, you can't just take on any need. You have to find where there is a need that you are the unique fit and fix for. So if you're going to do that, you have to be able to put yourself in other people's shoes 
and your customers' shoes. All right, so it is all about them. I used to teach uh, some classes on sales and cold calling, which I love because at the end of the day, selling is just giving people an opportunity to get something of value. So you have something of value to a specific group, and so you just want to share what that is with them and give them an opportunity to take advantage of that and exchange of value uh, if they want to. If you're just joining us today on North Georgia Business Radio X, I'm your host, Phil Benelli, and we are doing a somewhat of a, a wrap-up show, uh, just kind of coalescing some thoughts from all our great guests over the past several months that, that I wanted to share with you. So we're serving people is our first. If you want to be successful in business, you've got to serve people. If you want to go out and start a business, it will start from serving people. If there needs to be a new division in your company or a new product line, it's going to be based off better serving people. And to serve people, you have to recognize that it's all about them. That's where I was going with the sales uh, piece. Uh, So many times, I'm sure we've all experienced some sort of salesperson who has... uh, you know, kind of pushily rambled on about why their product is so great and why it's so wonderful and the focus was on their product. And that does not sell. What sells is when people focus on a need that you have and then they present a solution to that need uh, that you feel is priced in 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 a fair exchange of value and then you're happy to get that, all right? You're happy to get Nobody wants to be sold, but everybody wants to buy. It's great. It's satisfying to buy something that meets a need that you have. So serve people, fill their need. So another point on that is I want you to think about as we're kicking off 2023, who do you serve? Why do you serve them? And focus on this audience. Don't miss this. How can I serve them better? How can you better serve your customer this year? So think about the need that they have, not just for your product or service, although obviously that's important, but how can you better meet their need and serve them for how they get your product or service? How can you make it easier for them? Because you know you, you want to do that. At, at our farm, Hopewell Farms GA, we sell grass-fed beef, pastured uh, chickens, turkeys, pork. So we want to provide a healthier food that is delicious and good for the environment that is local. And so that meets a need people have. People want a healthier food. They want to eat a delicious ribeye that is tasty and is good for the planet, good for the health. They can feel good about. All right, so that's great. So we're meeting a need that way and we're serving them. But how then, I have to figure out how can we better serve them in the way that they want to buy, right? Everybody doesn't want to drive out to my farm to purchase product, how can I make it better? How could I perhaps do delivery, which which we do? How can I do that better? How can I make the delivery times more convenient for people? How can I make methods of payment more convenient for people? How can I make their experience of getting our product better? Right? So if people want to get healthy farm products, using that for an example, healthy meats, how can I better facilitate their enjoyment of it? Can I Can I give recipe cards to them? to make that easier? Um, Can I put a packaging that keeps it for longer in the freezer so if their plans change and they eat things later than they they planned on, uh, it, it will be in a great condition. So always wake up every day and think about how can I serve people better? 
A third thing about serving people. Be specific, okay? Uh, You'd rather be a specific than just a wandering generality. And that is difficult for us to do. In business, we want to get the sale. We want to grow. How do we do that? We want to serve everybody. We just want to get the customers in the door. But I want you to focus on this this year. How can you be most specific about who you serve best? About a group whose need is most directly aligned with a solution that you can provide. Because you and your clients will get more satisfaction the more specific and specialized you are in meeting a need than if you try to meet everyone's need and you're never doing it to the utmost capacity that that you have. All right, so be specific. Who do I serve? Who am I best suited to serve? And I'm going to serve them with everything I've got. I'm not just going to serve them with a product or service that meets their needs. I'm going to serve them by bringing that product or service in the way that they want and the way that they need. Everything focus on serving and you will not go wrong. And that's what you have to do. That's how you get customers, retain customers. And remember, as a good friend of mine, Jason Bond says, uh, until you have enough customers, you don't have any other problems. All right. Uh, We are going to take a break and we're going to come back with the second of four lessons from 2022 and Business Radio. culture of your team where does the culture of your team come from are you even cognizant of what that is we just wrapped up a moment ago our our first segment of four segments summarizing key principles which i have learned from our great panels of guests over the last few months here on north georgia business radio x we talked about serving our customers number one gotta do that for business but as you do that to a certain degree, and grow, you must do that with a team. And that's a beautiful thing. And a team has a culture. And the culture of your team is crucial. So if we want to serve our customers, we as business leaders must serve our teams. So how do you do that? Uh, I've asked for, for some help from a big fan of, uh, I'm a big someone I'm a big fan of and a key part of the show behind the scenes Mr. Bill Wilson audio engineer extraordinaire Bill how are you today I'm fine thank you sir my head's swelling though ah it should be you're worth <laughs> it just don't let your headphones pop off I'll try I'll try real uh, hard Bill is our audio engineer every show he is right here with us and we couldn't do it without him and so you know when you listen to North Georgia Business Radio X you hear uh, myself our guests um, and and Uh, And we hope that brings a lot of value to you. On our team, we could not do that without Bill. Bill facilitates all the things we do. So he's a key part of the team, and he's been on lots of teams. So, Bill, I'd love to ask you, when you look across the multitude of things you do and have done across your career, what are some of the best teams you've been on? What's some of the best culture, and what made it that way for you? Well, uh, the one that comes right off to mind is I used to have at my old church a puppet ministry. Huh. 
And I was very proud of this ministry. We started it from the ground up. We had a actually we had a beautiful set that the church was using to store lumber. And they weren't even using the stage. So the first thing I said is get rid of the lumber. We're using the stage starting next week. We we, you know, devised the format for this thing and it was me and about uh, I don't know, four or five adults. And we came up with it with a ministry where parents could actually serve with their children in the same ministry. And we were the only oh. ministry in the church that could do that. Wow. And one of the most amazing things I ever felt was the pride as we had the uh, we had a ritual where the second graders went to third grade. They got their Bibles from the church. And as I watched these kids walk across the stage to be congratulated by the pastor and to receive their Bibles, I recognized all these faces that were sitting Indian style in front of the puppet stage and getting that kind of you know feedback. And then later on, they graduated to be the youth that then did the puppet shows. Wow. And we used the same scripts. Mm. So they would say, oh, we're going to get to do the frogs today with a pit. I love doing that. I love that show. They would remember seeing that as an audience member, and they would get excited about actually getting to perform this for their younger brothers and sisters or just the next generation wow. of churchgoers. So that was kind of neat. Also, I've done a lot of amateur theater. Okay. And some casts are better than other casts. The good casts are the ones that feed you energy. Mm. You're out there, you're performing, you're under hot lights, sometimes under very hot costumes, hello Wizard of Oz, and your good casts are going to help you just by being there and being present. And your bad casts leave you alone and cold and not connected. Mm. And I've been in both types of casts, so it makes a world of difference. Mm. Bill. That's a, that's a treasure trove full of gold in about uh, 90 seconds there. Hey, so, that's what they pay me for. Man. Everything's in 30-second increments here. All right, so a couple of things. Thank you, Bill. Again, a crucial part of our team here is on North Georgia Business Radio X. And I'm your host, Phil Benelli. So Bill Wilson, sound uh, engineer extraordinaire. I asked Bill, if you're just joining us, uh, what is? Tell me about some of the best teams and best cultures you've been on. And so a few things that I pulled from that, okay? First off, you were plugged in. You, you were allowed the freedom. Let's say your church was a team. You were allowed to use the talents you had and the passions you had to start something. Mm-hmm. Other people might not have been as equipped to see that, but you had a vision. You saw this underutilized asset and this stage covered with lumber. You said, this would be perfect for this. Mm-hmm. I know about this. So you had the freedom to use your strengths and your passion to drive an initiative. Yes. Okay? Which was great. And how did that make you feel? Oh, wonderful. Right? There's nothing comparable to seeing those kids graduate and that feeling that went through my heart. And it, it took me by surprise. I didn't mm-hmm. see it coming. Sometimes the best blessings are the ones you don't see coming, and that was one. I was sat there, and it, didn't, I did, didn't, it never occurred to me that this ceremony would affect me the way that it did. All right, so here's what happened then. You were able to do something that was in your, in your zone of genius, and then you were able to see the results. Yes. So you weren't toiling away, and you never saw the fruits of your labor. You got to get continually reinvigorated. Because you saw the kids graduate. We had a guy here. It's funny because I just saw him last night. Uh, he came to Locos while I was doing trivia. Derek he used to work here on this radio station. And he left this radio station to go back into construction. Mm. And he said, Bill, the reason I did it was because I can drive by something that I actually helped to put up. Mm. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I can't see what I do on the radio because as soon as I've done it, it's gone. Mm. So for him... His his uh, validation came from being able to see his work after the fact. Right. 
And sometimes, uh, I've been doing this for close to 30 years now, sometimes you just have to find the understanding that you're building a relationship and there's a relationship you may or may not ever see come to fruition. But I thought back to the voices of the night that I used to hear growing up, and I realized that I'm part of that now. Wow. You know, for three decades, there have been people that have listened to this radio station that don't know it before I was part of it. Wow. And that's, that you can't see it. You can't point at it, but it's there. Mm. All right. So you, so, so this uh, individual, he needed to see a tangible thing yes. to feel his difference. You do not because you are connected to the result. And you know it's there because you experienced the power of radio. Mm-hmm. So we as business leaders, we need to find ways to help our teammates see the tangible result because they might not be able to see it for themselves. So show them. Show them the difference they're making. Show them the kids at their graduation You know, for your company. Uh, solicit. If you have, you know, a lot of times we want to get customer feedback for quality control and improvement, but solicit that feedback so that you can build your employees up, right? If you've got somebody, he's building a piece of a machine. He's on a manufacturing line. He's never going to see that machine used. What can you do to show him the end result to show, wow, this machine that you have made this critical component for has done this, which helped build a bridge or save lives or whatever. Put the result in front of them to continually reinvigorate them. Another thing that I love that you said, Bill, is on this team with the with the um, puppetry ministry at church, is that you all, you were building a team because the kids you were working with and their parents had a, a piece to play in it, mm-hmm. then that built upon itself so they fed the joy and passion to the next group. Right, right? yes. So you built a culture that then built itself up. Yes. And remember that, listeners. I mean, whatever you're doing, there's a culture. Your team, I don't care if it's two people, I don't care if it's 100 people, it's got a culture. When Bill and I are sitting in here with a guest— uh, we have a culture, right? Bill gives me advice. He gives me coaching on how to better present on the radio. We have a culture, just between the two of us, of me appreciating and accepting and responding to that, and him, therefore, feeling the freedom to help me because there's a culture of acceptance, so he wants to look for ways to help me because I'm going to accept it. And the validation is I hear it on the air. I hear the better product on the air. You, you give go. it back to me. That's giving energy, right. what we also talked about. Yes. And if I, yeah, so if I didn't, if I wasn't responsive and said, I don't want to hear it, you wouldn't give me advice. And if I never did it, you would stop wasting your breath. Right. All right. So, folks, you have to have a team. I can't just sit here and talk and it doesn't get recorded or mixed or all these other things I don't know how to do. And there be a radio show. You have to have a team. And you have to have a culture of openness. You have to have a culture where the people on your team can flourish because you need them. And hopefully they need you. And then validate them. Let them see regularly the fruits of their labor to inspire them to keep laboring. All right. We'll be back with segment three on North Georgia Business Radio X.
What is the next step for you? What do you need to begin? Uh, we're here talking about, if you're just joining us, we're talking about some of the four key lessons, which I have learned uh, with this great opportunity that I that I have to get to speak with business owners and business leaders every week on North Georgia Business Radio X. So point number three, if you're just joining us, point number one was you must serve. If you want a successful enterprise, you must serve others, meet a need, see a need, fill it, and fill it in the best way for your customer possible. The second thing is that culture is key. You got to have a team. You got to take care of that team. Let them see their results, know their impact, put your passion into them, and then create a culture where the passion continues to build upon itself. But to do anything, you have to just begin. You have to begin, and that is oftentimes the hardest step. So how do you do that? So I want to talk about that. There's a great uh, business leader, community leader in North Georgia um, years ago, Mr. Gus Whalen. And I believe I've mentioned before on the show, uh, he passed away a number of years ago. But in the you know number of years I got to know him, I found him to be exceedingly influential. And he gave a talk one time that I loved. And, uh, and, and the, the primary word it focused around was participate. Participate. Go and do. So uh, you've got to take the leap. Uh, and, and there's a few things that are important to think about on that. First, I'll tell you a quick little story. Uh, again, back to the farm because I love the farm and so I've got a lot of stories from it. But when I wanted to uh, get these get to get the farm going, I, I wasn't looking to initially be a farmer. I just kind of moved to something that was a farm. And um, I wanted to get some cows and I want to do grass-fed beef. So I had this book and it was a textbook really and it was Raising Grass-Fed Beef. Great book, lots of detail, lots of good things. And I said to myself, when I finish this book, I'll be ready to get cows. And I will. So I'm going to do my research and get ready. Um, and I got about a third or a halfway through the book and then this opportunity came to get this herd of cows and I went ahead and did it. Uh, so I had not, I'd, I'd skipped a step on my game plan. I felt like I needed to read this book then I'd be ready, then I'd get the cows. And I learned a good lesson from that. Uh, when I got the cows, I knew some of what I was doing because I'd got a base amount of information from the book. All right, so I was not totally unprepared. I didn't know nothing. I knew some things, but uh, what I could gain from you know academic knowledge transfer, but uh, I didn't know everything. And I went ahead and did it. Uh, and I made mistakes, right? But I once I got the cows, then I could begin really learning how to take care of them, how to maximize their health. If I had just read the whole book, I wouldn't have ingested, I wouldn't have been able to utilize and metabolize all that data. I probably would have, uh, you know, got use out of 10 or 20%. But once I got them, I was able to then keep learning and really learn and apply because I was doing it. I was getting my hands dirty. So if you want to do something, if you want to start a business or if you want to start a new line or get a new team going or whatever, you just have to do it. So I, I firmly believe the formula is as such. Uh, get the base amount. First, decide what you're going to do. Then get the base amount of information that you need. You know, get get what you need, no more than what you have to have to get started and then get started. Start, go, move forward, take the step get the cows, start the business, you know, buy the food truck, whatever it is, because first off, that's the, the hardest step. 
But then that's when you really learn. So get that base amount of information, start, and then commit to continually learning and improving. Okay? Uh, Because then the next thing is going to come, but it can't come unless you start. For example, once I got the cows, I learned over time about that. All right. Well, then I had to learn how, then I had to get them processed. How do I do that? I don't know. I had never done that before. So I did it and I learned about that. Then how do I sell the meat? What are the rules and regulations and laws about that? I have to do that and learn. So it's a continual. You, you, once you climb up one hill, then you're faced with a taller hill behind it. But the good thing is, you're already at that point that you're at. You're not starting from the ground floor of the valley. You're at a higher point because you've already gone. Uh, if you're just joining us on North Georgia Business Radio X, I'm your host, Phil Benelli. So great to be with you. We're doing a, kind of a, a, a summary episode today of some business lessons. And we're on lesson number three of four, which is begin and participate. And then the formula of, of growth, um, which for me, uh, again, would be Decide on a path forward. Learn the minimal amount you need to proceed. Take the step. Know you're going to fail. You're going to learn, but you can't learn really until you get going and then continue to learn and evolve and grow and get better. So take the step. All of the folks we've had on the show that started businesses, they, they, they had to start somewhere. And we look at these businesses that have been around 10, 20, 30, 40 years how did they get there? It all began with a single step. So I want you to think now, again, we're in still in January, still the beginning of the year. What is a step you need to take? You know, wh- where do you need to take this step? Are you overanalyzing something? Are you uh, kind of uh, putting off taking a needed action because you have the panacea of just you're, 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 you're getting more research, you're looking things up more, you're trying to get the perfect amount of data, which of course perfect data never really exists. Where do you need to move forward? Or perhaps you already took your big step. Perhaps you don't need to do anything new. You need to hunker down. You've taken that step. What can you do further along in the formula to continue to learn? You're in the trenches how do you continue to learn and do better and evolve, which we'll get to in, in our next point. But where are you in that continuum and what can you do? You got to begin. You got to start. And I want to tell you something which, you know, seems kind of basic, but it's so worth repeating and reiterating. And that is that everything good in this life is on the other side of fear and difficulty. Everything. Everything. Everything is on the other side of fear and difficulty, whether it is a healthy marriage, a healthy business, a healthy body, um, a degree, anything, uh, a musical performance. It's all. You have to persevere past fear and difficulty to get there. So that is encouraging to me because it means that when you feel afraid, if you're afraid of starting something new or afraid of making a change, you're in great company because Everyone that you emulate who has ever done something worthwhile was also afraid. They were afraid, and it's okay. You don't have to wait till you feel courageous. That's a, that's a great thing to focus on if you're having a hard time starting. It is not about the feeling. It is not the emotion. It is not, I'm going to do it when I'm ready and I feel up to it. 
you do it, and then you'll feel ready and up to it because now you've done it. Now you're over the hump. All right, I, I've, uh, I'm doing this program I think we talked about with uh, with Nick of uh, Annabellum Restaurant. We're both doing this thing, 75 Hard, to kick off the year. And I'm doing this 75 Hard Phase 1 where part of it is you take a five-minute cold shower every day, which uh, I was so intimidated by, let me tell you. I do not like getting in cold water. And it's been a great learning for me that, you know, I'm, <laughs> I still get scared every time I hop in that shower. I don't want to do it. But I put on my favorite song. I step in. And when you step under that cold water, especially when it's cold outside, it feels pretty brutal. But a minute in, it feels way better. Two minutes in, you're not even uncomfortable anymore. And you just got to go do it. You just got to start. And so many times, we're sitting around feeling like we got to get in that cold shower and scared to do it. It hangs over our head. And the only thing that is going to make that better is action. All right? So maybe that thing also, maybe it's not a new thing you need to start. Maybe it's just something you need to do to grow your business you're afraid to do. It's it's a sales call to a big potential customer that you're scared they're going to say no. You don't want to do it, but you know you need to do it. Just do it. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. And, and to me, that's freeing. There is no magic formula to follow. You don't have to wait for a perfect moment of inspiration. Perfection does not exist this side of eternity. You just have to do. Just take a step. And when you take that step, take the next one. And as you're stepping, you look and see, what do I need to do to make sure I'm stepping in the direction that I need to go? You know, evolve, change, keep changing where you're going, you know, to to make sure I'm on the right path. But take that step on North Georgia Business Radio X. to grow and evolve right now. Where do you need to grow and evolve? Uh, if you're just joining us, this is our fourth segment, four out of four, and our kind of summary uh, episode of North Georgia Business Radio X. If you're just joining us, it's your first time listening, I love this radio show. We highlight local businesses in North Georgia. We learn from business owners about their business, what fires them up, how they do it, and we extrapolate leadership lessons from that, which I love. And I've got so much uh, value out of that as the host that I wanted to take a moment to pause on this episode today and review a few key lessons that I want to make sure our audience gets. So, Again, if this is your first listen, go back. Go to North Georgia Business Radio X. Listen to uh, the other episodes. But I've got a good summary for you here. So uh, the three things we've talked about to this point, it's all about serving people. Your business, your life, satisfaction, success comes from serving other people uh, with the gifts and talents that you have been uniquely created with. The second thing is culture is key. You got to have a team. You got to create a culture where people are valued. People are allowed to express their gifts and talents, and they are shown appreciation in the fruits of their labor to continue to pour fuel on the fire of their passion for serving. The third is you got to begin. You got to participate. Everything that you need to do that you've been putting off that you're scared of, everything good is on the other side of that fear. Okay, everything good. Other side of fear and uh, difficulty. So our fourth thing, once you've got started, we talked a little bit in the prior segment about this, but you've got to continue to grow and evolve. 
grow and evolve, always be learning. So one great phrase we got from a guest, uh, Robert Mallon of Elite Coaching Solutions, was to be visionary versus destinationary. Visionary versus destinationary. What does that mean to you? Well, I'll tell you what it means to me. Uh, It's being focused on your overall vision and mission and what you're doing and how and doing it better versus we're going to get to here. What is the purpose of what you're doing? What is the purpose of your business? What is the purpose of your life? What is that vision versus I want to get to this one goal, uh, uh, this one destination? Now, it's a useful tool, as we all know, to set particular goals to get to a destination that, that matches with your overall vision. But as anyone who set a big goal and achieved it knows, when you set that goal and when you do the work and you get there, you're excited, you celebrate, but you quickly find that that result is not the end-all be-all. You quickly find that the satisfaction from meeting that fades. It might always be with you, but the joy comes in chasing a vision and doing the work that gets you to a destination. So you've got to have a next destination after that. So you've got to be visionary. What is the vision? Where do I want to go? What is my overall thing that I'm doing? All right, back to an example from uh, the farm. Hopewell Farms GA, I've, I've got a vision of we want to provide healthy food. We want to improve and regenerate the landscape for a healthier environment. And we want to foster a healthy community within that. That's our vision. If I had a destination to say, hey, I want to, uh, I want to sell you know, the beef from 100 cows a year, that's cool. There's, there's positive things that that goal can do. But if your whole goal is just to, to do that 100 cows, what do you do when you get there? You know, and that's only going to be so inspiring. So within the vision of healthy community, healthy land, healthy food, healthy animals, you can, you know, you can keep on growing that and growing that to different, deeper levels of impact and satisfaction. So always be growing and be visionary versus destinationary. And that's hard. And there's going to be people in the audience right now. I'm talking directly to you. You were so focused on a destination and you were working so hard to get there. And I feel you. Keep up the great work, but step away for a moment and make sure you're still focused on the vision that got you going. And also think about, does my vision need to change and evolve? Right? Uh, I've got some friends in the fuel business and for many decades... They were just in the petroleum and diesel business. But that vision they have of providing energy to customers, um, that energy, when it had one form, petroleum, diesel, you know, they were focused on that. That's a destination, sell lots of gas. But if their vision is to provide energy, well, now that can expand to a changing marketplace. And they can provide diesel. They can provide, uh, you know, regular uh, petroleum gas. They can provide... um, electric vehicle grids, they can provide alternative fuels, they can do all sorts of things because of their overall vision. So does your vision need to change or do you need to set different short-term destinations for the changing marketplace your vision is a part of? If you're just joining us, I'm your host, Phil Benelli on North Georgia Business Radio X, and we're heading into the home stretch of a summary episode going over some of the great lessons which I have learned over the past few months 
um, with our amazing guests. And if you're a new listener to the show, I encourage you, tune in and listen to us uh, every Saturday at 3. And then you can also go to North Georgia Business Radio X online to listen to episodes again because we cover a lot of great things, which uh, I know I will continue to learn from, and I hope that you do as well. Um, So always be learning. You, uh, You want to have a growth mindset. That's that's how you always grow. But always be looking for how do we do things better. And there's a variety of ways to do that that I know work for me and I want to share with you. First off, uh, traditional resources of learning are great. You know, how can you carve out the time to go to some seminars, to read a book, to hire a coach? How can you do these things to grow and commit yourself to always be doing that? I've been in a coaching group uh, for I don't know how many years. Uh, and I look back at that and think of how much value I've gotten from putting myself in an environment, consistently being in an environment with others who are focused on growth, because that helps me to grow. It helps me to see things I wouldn't otherwise and continue to grow and get better. Okay. Ask your customers, what are changing needs that they have? How do they need or want you to grow? Again, Point number one from today, it's all about serving customers. Their needs may well change, and there might be other people coming with updated solutions that you don't know about and you're not going to know about. You won't know about the need if you don't ask them. Keep up with your customers. If you're really going to serve them, you need to grow and evolve because they're growing and evolve. Your vision, your values, overall what you're doing doesn't have to change, but the way you deliver that. Your particular destination definitely does. And I'll tell you, I have several businesses I've worked with over the years that they provided one product or service. And then they had a customer who needed them to provide a different product or service that they didn't really know how to do. um, But they said, yes, it's still within our general scope. We can figure out we're going to provide that to you. And now years later, that change they made just to serve a customer is the basis of a very successful business, whereas their original uh, niche is no longer relevant. And if they had not had the willingness for growth and the boldness and the courage to make that step and serve uh, changing needs of their customers, their business would be out of business, most likely. Um, You can't see that. You can't see that from where you're at always. But if you're seeking to serve, you're fitting in with the general abilities of you and your business, meaning you're in your areas of strength and you're changing, growing, and, and learning, things are, things are going to go great. Now, I would, I would uh, advise you generally to stay within, again, your, your zone of strength, right? Um, what are you good at? You can't do everything and you can't be everything for everybody. And I mentioned earlier, you've got to be specific and, and very targeted and who you can best serve. But within that, how can you serve them more? You've got to grow and evolve to do that. And that's a beautiful thing about this life that we live in. We're uniquely created with gifts and talents and abilities, and we change. The world around us changes. Nothing is static. So the last thing I will say on that is just don't believe in the myth of static and same. Everything's always changing. So you're either going to be getting better or worse, and that is totally your choice. So I would encourage you to Look for ways to use your gifts and talents in a way that serves others better. Continue to learn. Take in those outside tools of books, coaching, seminars, etc. 
How can you get better at it? And ask your customers. Ask your family. What do they need from you? Uh, and serve better. And uh, I, I promise you, if you follow these four things we've talked about today, focus on them. You will have a great 2023. So thank you for uh, being here for this uh, summary episode. We'll look forward to being with you next week for some new content. Uh, and I hope that you have a wonderful week and an awesome 2023. You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Vanelli. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. See you next time and remember to support our local businesses. <laughs>